0: No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.
1: Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash blue wire. That's harrys.com slash blue wire for a $3 trial set.
2: Welcome back to the field of 68 best bets show presented by bet rivers. We are the three man weave back from our two day hiatus. I know you missed us out there. I missed us. I miss talking hoops with Matt and Jim on a camera on YouTube for your viewing pleasure. Got a great slate today. It's Tuesday. It's championships. Excuse me. It's champions classic. Huge games. Finally, a really, really robust slate to talk about, fellas. I'm excited. Before I get to Jim and Matt, a reminder uh, Bet Rivers offering a nice little promo for a parlay on college basketball. 20% boost. That sounds pretty good to me. And I think this is the last day you can get uh, merchandise at the Field of 68 store for 20% off with code champions. Code champions. That does it for the house cleaning, guys. Jim, what'd you see from well this weekend? I suppose since we've been off for two days. Kai, I got a couple takeaways here. I'll try to keep them quick. Whoa, uh, overachiever! First one, Florida,
3: hey, you're known for your oranges, but Kai, the teams were lemons yesterday. How about that? Okay, uh-huh. a, little, a little sour fruit joke. Uh, South Florida, Florida State, Florida, all losing to team inferior teams as bigger favorites, double digit favorites, I believe all of them were. Um, so that's not great. Uh, Matt, our Texas squads were as awesome as they should be. Houston and Baylor completely rolled their competition. And then lastly, one more pitch for OT insurance on unders. I should be able to bet an under minus 117 uh, to exclude overtime. That should be allowed. Why can't I have that? I want it. I need it. <laughs> Three straight days of Austin under in overtime. You've seen them on our Action Network play. So it's it's brutal. Brutal, fellas. Matt, what do you got?
4: Yeah, uh, not... Not good, Jim. Sorry. I Kind of a weird takeaway, more of a niche takeaway, Kai. Utah State hung 96 last night on a pretty good Santa Clara team. Um, Mr. Odom can coach out, out, there, out there in the mountains. Like we should be taking note of how good this team is this year. They lost Justin Bean. Um, but, man, their offense looks awfully delectable to start this season. So you want the funk? Well, they got the funk. Taylor Funk, 22 last night, yeah. uh, having a renaissance season after transferring over from St. Joseph's.
2: Yeah, takeaway. Uh, TCU, obviously, top of my mind. Northwestern State. Uh, beating the Horn Frogs. Wow. A team that should be competing for a top 20 place in, in the country this year. has looked. But no Mike Miles, so Kai. But no Mike Miles, right? Yeah, we're no Mike Miles. Miles. They're fine. Uh, yeah, I saw uh, someone say they were out with two best players. I don't think Damian Baugh is their second best player. I'm going to just shout that one out right now. Uh, but yeah, TCU, tough start for them. I'm not hitting the panic button quite yet, guys. Still a good team, in my opinion. Uh, but that was tough. That was tough. And also, today, we'll get to it, but SWAC versus Pac-12. SWAC going for the sweep today uh, in their little home series with Prairie View a coming, or uh, Washington State coming to town to Prairie View and Might talk about that one later if the chat wants to. But let's get down to the nitty-gritty. Let's get to the rundown, folks. Champions Classic. Let's start it off. The headliner, Kansas versus Duke. Matt, Indianapolis is the setting for this game. Duke has a brand-new coach, and Coach S... Replacing Coach Jay. Duke flipped to a favorite. They were a small dog, like a, a plus one dog uh, when when this opened. Now minus one and a half at Bet Rivers. What do you see?
4: I love Dukey, um, and I'm just going to yes. say it up front. Cut cut that. Let's let's yeah, get that's down not probably flip. probably should start love with Dookie. that. Yes, so that that's sort of a reverse uh, <laughs> jinx engineered there. I, I love Duke tonight. I, this line's way too off in my opinion. Um, Are we forgetting that Bill oh, Self's not coaching this game? Like that no, matters. That's a good the, point. The same guy that made the awesome adjustments at halftime to mount the awesome comeback last year against UNC. I mean, pretty good coach. So him not being there matters to me. Mm-hmm. And I also think Duke's uh, two best freshmen, Tyrese Proctor and Mark Mitchell. Sorry to those named Derek Whitehead and uh, Derek Lively um, and flip, but they're really good. Duke's just really talented. They've been upgrading coach this year. And I think the KU uh, not having their primary head on show matters. So give me Duke. Must one well and a half best bet. Ooh, Pop. best
2: bet. Done.
3: Ooh. Matt, you, you you snuck in the they have an upgrade at coach this year. You, you didn't you didn't highlight that the way it should have. I, I agree. Duke has a little bit of an upgrade. Yeah, at, I, I, I don't want to make it a
4: big morning. on the marquee thing. I'm trying to like kind of subtle subtly drop it into the ethos. Like
3: guys, take. I'll, I'll, I'll say it like this, Matt. If it was self versus K, I'd say big coaching edge, Kansas. Now it's Shire versus. <laughs> not self I'll give the coaching edge to Duke mm-hmm. mega impressed with Duke's defense so far this season I think Mitchell and Grandison are like two perfect guys to throw at Grady Dick and Jalen Wilson like they match up well physically so I think they're going to be able to shut Kansas down a little bit um, I'm with Matt here I didn't I didn't take one and a half but Duke feels like the side to me Kai I think Kansas is still figuring itself out mm-hmm. somewhat and I was su- super impressed with what Duke did on the defensive end the first two games
2: yeah, Duke's looked. Uh, I would say more impressive. Neither team has really played elite competition yet, but Duke smashing Jacksonville was impressive in my yeah. eyes. The freshman superstars, obviously on display today. Grady Dick is Kansas's freshman. Matt uh, Flip. I don't know if you've seen his his numbers, man. He's been awesome this no, year. No, he's been good. I'm Averaging. the point is Duke's awesome. loaded this year. Yep. Duke's
4: just loaded. It's such a deep. it has
2: been awesome. Mitchell's been awesome. Uh, athleticism, talent, edge. I'll probably give it to Duke, but Jalen Wilson might be the best player on the floor. No one's really talking about him from a national scale, at least as much as maybe should. He's put up some numbers in the first two games. I kind of lean with Matt in this one. I'm kind of a Duke guy. I don't love minus one and a half. I was hoping to get them as a dog, but gosh darn, that market snuffed it out. I'm hoping to just watch a good game tonight. So lean Duke, Matt, good luck on your best bet. Thank you. I'll need it. Michigan State versus Kentucky is the undercard of the Champions Classic. Kentucky Minus seven right now at Bett Rivers. Sparty Jim just took the Zags to the wire on an aircraft carrier. Maybe a little bit hard to gauge from that game. But Sisico was a positive for Michigan State. And Tyson Walker played well as well. Who do you like in this game? I'd probably lean towards Kentucky. Just, just feel a little more like a finished product. And
3: yeah, that carrier game, I have a hard time taking anything away from it. Mm-hmm. Um, Gonzaga basically had to play through Timmy only because perimeter shooting was not an option at all. Granted, that was the case for Michigan State as well, but I don't view that as a huge strength for them outside of Walker and Hauser. Uh, so I, I I not taking a ton away from that. Oscar's kind of a big factor here. He's supposed to play, but we don't know how much he'll play, how good he'll look. Matt, I have some questions. Coming off an arthroscopic knee surgery, if he's going to be able to be as explosive, as energetic, like his whole thing is motor physicality. Yep, yep. Taking a little bit of that away could be a problem. Um, so I'll lean towards Kentucky, I, I sort of like the under a little more, but I have not bet this game and I probably won't. I'll sit it out.
4: Yeah, I think is huge. I, I think he can bully up front if he's at his best, but that's the, you know, as you mentioned, that's probably the key dynamic in this game. That's really tough to put a finger on. Uh, Severe Wheeler coming off the bench last game, 27 minutes, had 11 points, 11 assists, only two turnovers. He looked like pretty close to his old self, and that's huge. He's the catalyst flat offense. Um, I would expect to see him in the starting lineup tonight. All that said, I think seven's too high, Kai. I think a touchdown, Sparty, um, who I think put their big boy pants on against Gonzaga. I don't think they fully sold me that they're like a legit team, but but they can compete. I don't think they're as soft, maybe as we thought up front. Um, they're a little deeper, maybe than I thought as well. So I would lean the seven, but no official play.
2: Yeah, Sisico, like I said, he impressed me against Gonzaga. Uh, He's better, the better than I expected. Yeah, they and they do have a jumbo lineup, which might be good against a Kentucky team that's not. Uh, you know, crazy, crazy quick in the backcourt. I say that with a little bit of an asterisk. Uh, we'll, we'll see tonight what happens. But Kentucky, the additions of Frederick and Reeves have been huge for them. They, it's it's completely unlocked their offense. Those two combined 16 for 30 from three. The rest of the team has combined to hit six three-pointers. Reeves has been awesome. Frederick's yeah, been awesome. Been insane. It just it just spaces the floor for them. When we way back, we'll see how effective he is. But uh, if he was full strength, Matt, I might be leaning towards Kentucky here but I kind of agree the spread feels a touch high, probably lean towards the Spartans here. Next game, one that's near and dear to all three of our hearts. We all have connections to SLU, to St. Louis. St. Louis hosting Memphis in a very, very big game today. Matt, minus three are the Billikins, a very key game for at-large hopes. Memphis would be sitting pretty right now with a win at Vandy, a win at SLU. SLU, of course, trying to make their own at-large case, have a tough schedule coming up. This would be a big one for them. Who you got? Feels like the
4: all-time spot for Slu. Um, the problem, however, is that Memphis has been off for a week, and we don't really know a lot about Memphis because they owned Vandy. But then now we're learning Vandy might just be really bad. So I, I was impressed with Memphis, but then i have kind of reconsidered my thoughts on Memphis. A lot of moving parts is handicap gym. It's a good thing if you're a Slew backer that they kind of slept walking against Evansville. So I think you're more confident that you're going to get like a, a full out of the gate um, explosion. You know, like a good home Slew favorite type of effort tonight. My only concern, final concern, I should say, Perkins is he a hundred percent? Hasn't looked um, his yeah, old self he when I've watched. Is. Okay, I, he just he hasn't looked as um, as dynamite off the dribble. He seems more like a spot shooter. I just a, a slight nitpick. And I think he's so important for that offense. So just one caveat there.
3: Matt, I like the idea of Slew home favorite. They've been locked in on this game. Uh, I'm taking minus three as the best bet. I just think Slew is more fully formed right now. They know who they are. I think we get a little chip on Yuri Collins' shoulder with all the love that Kendrick Davis gets as like this, potentially the nation's best point guard, and Collins mm-hmm. has maybe gotten to be an afterthought in that discussion, and he shouldn't be. I just Memphis has a lot to figure out on the offensive end. It's like Kendrick pick and roll stuff. Are they going to play through DeAndre Williams because the offense works when they do that? But that takes away from Davis. They're they're really experienced, but they're not experienced together. So I, I'm going with Slew. I think there's a lot more continuity there. The home crowd will will rise up for them. Uh, a Billiken-Blizzard, Kai. I don't know if they're actually doing the whiteout Billiken-Blizzard, but <laughs> uh, Slew-3 is one of my best bets.
2: Yeah, uh, two of the oldest teams in the country, guys. By experience, both top 10 in the country. Not your typical Memphis Penny Hardaway team, right? They're just lying on fresh, relying on freshmen, and I would say dumb freshmen most of the time. This is a little bit more of a poised team. But St. Louis is as well. I'm excited for the Collins-Davis epic battle. I'm leaning towards slew here. I have not taken a side officially, uh, but I am rooting for the Billikens, full disclosure. Next game on the schedule here, San Diego State at Stanford. The Aztecs, Jim, are favored by five. Good reason. Stanford stinks. I watched Stanford in Milwaukee. Not impressed by it. I watched them in Pacific too. I've watched two Stanford games this year. Frankly, that's two too many. They're offensively challenged. But Jim, tell me about San Diego State. Tell me about this matchup.
3: Well, usually San Diego State as a road favorite or a big favorite doesn't really excite me, but they certainly have more offensive pop this year. Like, we've seen it actually happen. Darian Tramiel hitting some really tough late shots against BYU. Jaden Lede had 20-plus off the bench, just a bowling ball of a big man. Getting to the rim, he plays really aggressive. So they just have a little more offensive pop. The defense hasn't quite been up to snuff, but I, I think against a team like Stanford that wants to get into the paint other than Michael Jones... I think we see that come back a little bit. That said, the number, Matt, is a little too high for me, given it on the road uh, for San Diego State. So number leans towards Stanford, but I do love San Diego State this year.
1: Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. for just 3 bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set.
4: Yeah, Pat Taylor in the chat saying Stanford Plus 5 is speaking to him um I, i'm with you i think the number feels a little bit high for a uh, a road team stadium State, who i don't fully trust as much as you two do um but just not going to bet i'm with i don't trust stanford either i really don't and that home court is basically nothing i've watched stanford play at home i just don't get any vibe that that's like a ruckus home crowd or it's just i don't know i it's they're not i, I would not back stanford plus five. Is showing up to games that's yeah. <laughs> when you know home
3: crowd matters
2: for stanford yeah the lopez bros are not walking through that door tonight guys so yeah i'm staying away Stanford's not scoring on San Diego State. They they need to pound the ball inside. They can't do that against San Diego State, against Mensa. Spencer Jones being back is big, but Trammell Bradley, that dyna- dynamic backcourt, that's, that's the dominant factor here. Michael Jones, credit to him for Stanford, but Harrison Ingram, guys, is terribly overrated. Oh. So overrated. I mean, he does nothing. This guy's supposed to be a top 50 player, not even close. He's not even a top three guy on his own team. Uh, so Stanford's got some stuff to figure out if they want to make the tournament. I don't think they will. I think Haskett's fired this year. Wow, really going in on Stanford here, aren't I? Uh, I, the, I hated them at, at Miller Park. Just not a it, fan. It's just not a good It's not a good team. It should be a lot better. I'm not impressed by the coaching, the offensive scheme. It's not good. Under would be my lean in this game. I think it could get pretty ugly. Chat mob, part one. Matthew is our czar. We'll see how that goes.
4: Buckle up. Well, I got to throw out a uh, question to Jim here. The very first inquiry was an over on Pacific, North Dakota. The... Niche of all niche takes, Jim. What are your thoughts here? I like Pacific on the side. I think the Tigers are just a different class than the Nodex.
3: Yeah, North Dakota didn't look great against Creighton. They were down 30 at halftime. Pacific was feisty, played up and down against Stanford. Maybe a taking the over because North Dakota doesn't guard anything, but I I don't have anything on that game personally.
4: Hi, Harry, Louisville, minus five and a half. Well, first of all, Harry, stick to Temple. Stay in your lane, Um, but... Since we're going to address your question, Kai, what do you just continue fading Louisville with
2: appetizer state? Yeah, Matt, you should know it's my best bet. It is. It's <laughs> F- time state. to reveal it. People are tired <laughs> of waiting. They don't want to wait. To give it to them, the line's F- going to keep crashing. F State plus five and a half is my best bet. I'm just going to keep fading Louisville, guys. Get it. The market's caught on. It has come down a bit. Um, it opened a lot higher offshore. It got that down and opened very small in, in the U.S. I, I think App State has a chance to win it outright. Louisville's broken. It's a it's a well coached team against a team that's lost. Exactly. Yeah. I, the there's coaching a, mismatch is enormous. Yeah. There's
3: a don't try to catch the falling knife with Louisville right now. There you go. <laughs> uh
4: only concern there, App State is like no size up front. But that it doesn't matter this label. It doesn't matter. Thank you. That's the <laughs> right take. Uh Leg Show magazine looking at Chattanooga plus twelve. Jim takes on the mocks and the fighting Dan Earls.
3: Yeah, like the Mocs here today. Uh, I think they're going to be a pretty good underdog. They've gotten a couple games under their belt. They they do have a little continuity in the scheme, although Honor Huff isn't playing yet because of the silly suspension. I mean, he might be out for the entire year. But I don't think Ruffin is going to play for Ole Miss. That hurts their offensive upside. Uh, yeah, Matt, I, I like getting double digits with the Mocs.
4: It's down to 10. I'm not sure I endorsed it 10, but I think yeah, that was yeah. probably the right set on the opener. Um, and Kermit's actually been pretty good as a as a favorite historically. So just a, a trend to note there um kai asking for our approval on betting the mortgage bucknell against saint peter's oh, i gosh. just backed saint peter's which was an automatic loser never competitive with seton hall in the sheen holloway Bowl. what do you think here with the, the bison,
2: bison. Man, i really got i got no take in this game i really don't uh if he bets his mortgage i hope he wins that's a risky bet but hey you got a nice house to go I big or go great. home man that's what they say
4: it's a big pad that's <laughs> right break. that's our motto here well starting One today it's our motto Yes. Jim Ray Reyes, Um, can, he's admitting he's a New Mexico homer, but he thinks C, or SMU minus three is very short. And I tend to agree with him. I almost took the ponies. Didn't, but almost did.
3: Man, I don't know. Both those teams are kind of figuring out new identities. New Mexico actually has interior players now. SMU has an entirely new roster. But SMU's effort at Dayton was a lot better than the final score indicates. We talked about it was a late 11-0 mm-hmm. run or a 9 or 11-0 run that led to a, a fork there. Yeah, probably number would lean to SMU. I i again sat on my hands on that one, D- didn't have a strong take.
4: Uh, Danny danny Harold, I believe, does X roll by 20 against Fairfield, or are they looking ahead to Indiana Jim? Sean Miller's, I kind of think they you roll Fairfield, St- save your home favorite, usually a good thing.
3: Yeah, I would think so at cintas Um, I don't know if he's like fully got that team on board with his style yet. Um, Fairfield competed with Wake Forest for like 38 minutes and got an unfortunate late loss against the spread, but losing at New Hampshire who had no one returning from last season was alarm bells for Fairfield. That that really concerned me. Yeah.
4: Hi, or Roberts playing Texas Southern on a weird back-to-back situation here doing like this Houston uh the Houston mm-hmm. Classic there. Um what are your thoughts? Feel too short or you think Texas it, Southern has the athletes? I
2: think it feels a little short, uh minus 4 or Roberts has had a tough tough schedule to start. This is a team that a lot of people thought would win the summit. They have everyone back pretty much from last year, except uh, Lufili inside. Uh, I I lean towards Oral Roberts minus four.
4: Jim, the Paris asking, can James Madison keep this up? They've won their first two games by, I believe, a combined 562 points. Um, Thoughts on the other Dukes today?
3: I don't see why you'd go against them right now. I, I think that team is just a juggernaut. Uh, I think Jordan Majewski said on Twitter, their backups were rolling Buffalo starters in the second half. Like they're 10 deep, such, such a deep team. They're, yeah. They're, yeah. That's a scary, scary favorite to get in front of and Howard will play fast. So yeah. Uh,
4: Mark Byington. I would be uh he's a name. If I'm a power conference school, that's maybe having trouble. I would circle him on the, on the Matt, list. Are you,
3: are you uh, Mark it? buying stock? Ah. Buying tin stock?
4: Uh, I'm holding I've actually been a shareholder for a year okay. now, Kai. Kai, last one and back to the rundown uh, Joe Simone asking about Stonehill versus Providence Ed Cooley's returned to Stonehill I forgot he was actually at Stonehill before does he take it easy you think oh, oh gosh
3: he's not returning to Stonehill he said he was at Stonehill it's, this is at Providence. So it's it's at Providence. Oh, so yeah. He's it's not going to,
4: to, Yeah. So Stonehill comes to Providence and Ed Cooley plays, I believe, where are used to coach. I think he used to coach at Stonehill.
2: Is that correct? There, I don't know. I have no idea. There there are... Uh, <laughs> there's something about these first-year D1 teams, man. Uh, the market's always low on them, and it doesn't make any sense. I like this thing. They should be competitive, but they are. Stonehill, Commerce, Southern Indiana. Southern in Indiana. Games, they should not be Southern winning. Yes. Yeah, I, was- I wouldn't go against them right now. I, I'd probably lean towards Stonehill or just save your money and put it on a different game. Yeah. Played and, yep. and
4: Cooley played team. at, uh played at Stonehill for four years. So nice. fun facts. Back to the rundown.
2: Back to the rundown. Gavit games. A little two for here. Uh, Marquette at Purdue. Purdue's minus eight right now. Bet Rivers. Jim Shaka. Pretty good as a dog, man. Last year, yes. one outright against Illinois. West Virginia at K state. Can they do it to Purdue at Mackey arena? potentially uh, we saw one Wisconsin
3: team go to Mackey last year and win on a huge Johnny Davis effort. Mm. Uh, you mentioned Shaka as a dog as a dog of seven or more in his career. So kind of getting up there in the number 23 and 11 against the spread. Really good. good. That's just Shaka yeah. is a master motivator of men. Gets him to play hard, but Matt, I've been per- impressed with Purdue's defense so far this year. Like they're not getting taken advantage of with Edie in space. They're kind of funneling players to him uh, and taking away the three point line. So I've, kind of been impressed enough with Purdue to not immediately auto back shock as a dog, but it would probably be Marquette or nothing for me.
4: Yeah, it does feel big, but I, you're right. Jim, I think the schematic way in which Purdue is defending, um, like really hard on the perimeter, forcing everything, funneling into the mid range and Marquette's going to do the same thing to you defensively. I think, you know, who can score more efficiently inside the arc is going to be the key to this game. And I think Purdue has a much bigger advantage because they have a human giant in Zach Eady. Um, but I think Shaka will attack that matchup with Oso on the other end, too. So I guess points is where I'm talking myself into over. I don't think I've seen the, I think the total's been bet up pretty quickly, um, as most totals are with Marquette games. But I, I, that's probably my only lean in this game over.
2: Yeah, I, I kind of lean towards Shaka with the dog theory here. Purdue's just awesome. And I, I kind of already fall in love with in love with this team. Not to mention Mackey's a different animal. We've been there. We've experienced it. It's it's an awesome atmosphere. Their freshmen are really good. Braden Smith. Fletcher Just Lawyer. Good. Yep. They're cash. They play beyond their years. There's no answer for Edie inside. However, I will say this for Marquette's favor the length, the athleticism on the perimeter, they could really give Purdue's ball handlers trouble. Morton and Smith both have sky high turnover rates right now, combined 12 turnovers in two games. They're going to turn the ball over. It's going to happen against Marquette's little pressure, uh, such a long perimeter. So I think Marquette can scrap a cover here. I'm leaning towards the Eagles at plus eight. Next game, Northwestern at Georgetown. I apologize that this one made the rundown. Matt, this one's a round pick either way. Uh, it's, a sort of the game, it, it's the sort of game you don't feel good backing either side. If I was on Georgetown, I would hate it. If I was on Northwestern, I would hate it. What do you think?
4: i hate it less if I was on Northwestern. Um, yeah. That's basically the extent of my handicap in this game is it should be about a pick. It is. If you really want to get involved because you're a degenerate and you're sitting at home at five thirty and need some action before the slate actually tips at six, um, I would take Northwestern. Other than that, I would pass. You ready? Showtime
0: on May third. Summer starts with the Fall Guy.
4: Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Yeah.
0: Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy.
1: That's what the poster said?
0: See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy.
1: Trying to make it out? No, nope.
0: because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right
2: now.
3: What are you into? Talking. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13.
3: I kind of lean the other way. It's Georgetown. I think this is oh. kind of the game where the talent can actually play up. They're not facing an X and O wizard of a coach on the other side. Hmm. They're not a big favorite hmm. where they have to be locked in against an hmm. inferior team. Big Ten team coming to town. I think we get a little bit better version of Georgetown. But again, I can't like recommend them strongly. It's it's a Ewing coach team. Uh worth noting that Jay Heath just got a waiver, the transfer yeah, from Boston College could provide a little extra stability and intelligence in the backcourt.
2: Yeah, very much. The talent's there, man. Spears a cook, Mozone. Murray Hob. is a monster. Yeah, Murray. Murray. It's a, it's a good team. It's talented. Ewing's just not a good coach, Matt. But Chris Collins, the road favorite. No, thank you. No, thank you. I, I have a Georgetown lean. Um, I'm I'm sitting it out there, like I said. Good luck to make it in your I hypothetical bets. Smart to sit out. <laughs> oh, it is a lean. It is not a bet. That's I can guarantee you that. Next one, Dayton at UNLV. Dayton is minus four right now at Bet Rivers. A sneaky matchup, Jim. UNLV hasn't looked great in either game against Southern or Incarnate Word, but Dayton's still missing Malachi Smith. What do you think? I'm kind of with Tom Sheehan in the chat
3: here where he says UNLV cannot hang with Dayton's bigs. There's no one to guard Deron Holmes with Isaiah Cottrell still out. I think he's going to be a huge piece for UNLV when he gets back, but he's not there yet. Matt, curious how you felt about this number. I I just, in my head was like, oh yeah, Dayton definitely better than UNLV who's still getting things together. I saw the numbers. It was about what I made it, but I was like, that's, that's low. I don't like that. So in my head, it just felt like a logical bet to Dayton, especially with the interior advantage, but I didn't end up wagering on it.
4: I'm on the reps here. Um, Jim, how dare you abandoning your Las Vegas roots? Yeah, I I know the matchup concerns are legitimate. I, I tried to put those to the side. Just for me personally, that's where I tend to go awry in my own handicapping. Um, but Jim mentions like the lack of a true rim protector, a beast inside to combat homes is going to be a problem for UNLV. But I just think they're so deep, they're so scrappy defensively, the way they pressure the ball should perhaps bother that younger uh, perimeter backcourt, I guess more of a wing corpse that Dayton has. And I think at home, first road game for a youngish, not all the way young, but young ish Dayton team without their um with their primary ball handler. Th- that's that's an issue. So I'm taking the reps here as a short home dog.
2: Um Woka's been okay inside for UNLV. He's been serviceable inside, but if he gets in foul trouble, which he probably will against Holmes, it becomes a major problem. UNLV is still meshing a lot of new pieces. I think Dayton's more of a known commodity. And Mongolian Mike, he's filled in pretty damn well for, yeah. ma- for Malachi yeah. Smith at point guard for, for Dayton there. Um I, I do sort of lean towards UNLV though on the number. They're no pushover at home. I respect the coach enough to to sort of lean their way here. Dayton's not young enough to go out drinking on this trip or not old enough. They're, they're
3: well, all, I'm hoping they cute. do. That's part of the handicap. <laughs>
4: I give a half point to like odds that Holmes is seen at ARIA tables at 10 30. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Before. yeah. That'd be an angle. That, that's true. Uh, Vanderbilt at Temple ends our rundown here. Matt, Vanderbilt seems lost. The Memphis loss, okay, fine. But Southern Miss by double digits when you're laying over 17. Stackhouse clearly hasn't figured out the rotation yet. He played 12 guys against Southern Miss. I know. Look at the... Seems more concerned about figuring his lineup out than winning. What, what do you think?
4: Yeah, Rod Mannion off the bench, Jordan Wright, Malora Brown... Um, Liam Robbins only played 11 minutes, by the way, it it just, it it makes no sense to me. That is such like a, we're treating the regular season as like a summer tour to Italy and playing, you know, random teams trying to get, it doesn't feel right for Vandy. So, um, I guess the number didn't feel overly off to me, Jim, but you can maybe put Vandy in the Louisville camp of either you're fading or you're passing. You're not going to bet on him at any point right now.
3: Yeah, I think that's fair. And I'm sure Harry will say it. Uh, Temple isn't really a when they're expected to win, they deliver kind of team. They're, they're more <laughs> of a back against the wall, feisty underdog. Uh, this is the Shane Dizoni Bowl, by the way, transferred from Vanderbilt to Temple. Uh, I'm with you guys, though. The number felt pretty spot on to me. I'm not super excited to back Vandy right now. Temple off the huge Villanova high, emotional
2: high. I think there could be a slight letdown. So this felt like a, a pretty solid stay away, Kai. Yeah, I still think Temple's really good. They should be two zero. They they were killing Wagner like we talked about that uh, a couple of days ago. They yep. took down Villanova. They're riding with confidence here. I lean towards the more cohesive team right now, which is definitely Temple. Um, so lean their way. Hey, before Just Jim, we...
4: real quick, I like your revenge angle on. Uh, you mentioned the the player. What's his, who's DeZone. playing for
3: Dizoni? Shane Dizoni. He hasn't played yet There's... for Temple this year. Worth noting.
4: There's been three examples where like the revenge tour player goes back to old team. And that team wins out Texas, Southern, Wichita State um, with Trevin Wade or sorry, not no, Te- who, Alcorn. Who, Alcorn, Alcorn, yeah. uh, Vandy, Austin Crowley, who was recruited heavily by Vandy, I think committed there then decommitted just w- or went off against Vandy. So that might matter. I'd add that to your notebook. Good call, Jim. Sorry, I, I,
3: I, I didn't even Vandy. realize you mentioned uh, how, how Tem- Temple was killing Wagner. They had a
2: 99.5% chance to win out yeah. in that game. Like, <laughs> that's absurd. I think mean, Temple's good. Shout out. Here you are. Uh, hey, before we go to the Chat Mob round two, hit the like button, guys. 20 likes, 200 people watching. Let's hit the like button. Smash the like. Get us some uh, recognition here. Subscribe. Yeah. Subscribe to the whatever show. All right. Chat Mob round two. Matthew, what do you got?
4: Tommy Sheehan asking about South Alabama plus 12. Kite's a big home dog hosting the in-state big brother, Roll Dan Tide, who I love, by the way. So I'm not touching it, but it does feel pretty big.
2: Yeah, down to eleven at Bet Rivers. I do lean towards South Alabama, but that's a scary favorite to back, or excuse me, to fade. Uh, and they've looked pretty dominant in their first couple of games here.
4: Jim, Josh, Garrett, a uh, little Philly five, Penn Drexel thoughts.
3: I don't think it's Philly five. I think Drexel's like. Oh yeah, Drexel's. Sorry, yeah. Looking in, yeah. Philly five reason. plus
4: one or something. Yeah. I'm, sorry. Um, Thank I'm you. going
3: back to the Penn well. It hasn't really been great. I've been on them all three games. They're one and two against the number. Uh, but I'm just—I'm not super high on this version of Drexel. There's very little home value. These t- schools are super close. Kai, I think you said they're the the two closest Division One schools in the country. Drexel so, and Penn are literally across the street, apparently. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, I just think Penn's better. They need to figure out their defense, though.
4: Hi, Maddie Aker's asking about a Pentagon showdown. South Dakota State and Saint Bonaventure call it a semi-home game as Ken Palm. Uh, would describe it in his website. Who do you like here? It's been bet up really heavily. Open like four. It's been up to. It's been up to seven. Jack Bonnie's land. Yeah, it.
2: I wish I would have caught it. Seven's ridiculous. I think. Um, I, I love South Dakota State. I've been on them every single game, but I think seven's too high. I, I cannot endorse seven, Matt. Yeah,
4: I don't like Faden Mark Schmidt, but his roster is. Eh, I'm not a fan of it. Uh, Jim David Broom Winthrop. 18 and a half going to Auburn. We know fading home Auburn is never a fun experience, especially with a team that plays up-tempo. I would say tread lightly, Dave.
3: Yeah, I I took over, Matthew. I got a decent number on it. I think Winthrop's going to be happy to play a track meet. Auburn can be a pace taker because they just like to run up and down. They like to. Um, And so I I didn't touch the spread because I'm scared of home Auburn. Like you said, Broom's supposed to play. Chance Westry's supposed to debut the top 50 recruit. So. No lean on spread, but it's sort of small to the over.
4: Uh, And now the other end of the point spectrum, Kyrie Wilson, Cal Irvine. uh, Should be a low-scoring game. They are hosting LMU, the LA crosstown, not really rival, but whatever, foe. Um, Game sitting at around five, Irvine landed coming off that big win at Oregon. What do you think?
2: I sort of lean towards LMU. Uh, I'm usually an Irvine guy, but I don't love Irvine as a big, or it's not a big favorite, but but a favorite. I guess an LMU team I think could be, Pretty good this season. Pretty decent. No Damian Douglas again. He has not debuted yet for LMU this season. Uh, but I still think they can stay with the number here. Four and a half right now. Lean their way.
4: Yeah, I did take some five. Uh, buying the hook. Maddie Hooks buying the half point always. Not always, but occasionally when I, I feel like it. Don't buy the hook. Um, Don't ever buy hooks. Jim and Kai disavow. Doug asking about Eastern <laughs> Michigan, the fighting. Imani Bates after a pretty impressive performance against Michigan at the Pizza Pizza Bowl. Um, down to six, though, Jim, going to Bradley. I think the smart money has sniffed out the value. Anything at the current number?
3: No, not really. I, I'd actually maybe consider Bradley here. I know they're really missing Rink Mask, the big-time uh, interior player for them. I had this theory that Eastern Michigan got super hyped for Big Brother at Pizza Pizza, like you said, and now going to a Missouri Valley yeah. team on the road, Bates and Farrakhan might not be as engaged off the bounce, and that's kind of what they need to score. So a little bit of a lean to Bradley now um, I, I liked Eastern Michigan when it was nine, but uh, not, not, a, not going to end up taking anything.
4: Yeah. I want to see how Eastern Michigan responds when some adversity hits in, right. When there's, you know, maybe they're down 15 at Bradley and Imani's not on the big bright stage and him and Noah maybe have a little head I'm just speculating. We'll see how that goes. No. Uh, any last second at the buzzer mob questions I missed fairfield xavier under 139 now i disagree reggie i would go over the, Matt, that
3: someone mentioned uh i'll throw it back at you vermont yeah. usc can the can the catamounts keep it close tonight
4: yes they always keep it close except when you play st mary's because st mary's is awesome um yeah usc is vulnerable i, I think the, the the catamounts compete no question
3: yeah we agree um... oh last one
4: here pacific uh did we talk about pacific i thought we yeah at the, yeah, the onset we did briefly pacific. yeah yep. i lean pacific's been bad up though
2: talk that's all well.
4: i got let's recap
2: all right, Matt. What was your best bet? Remind us. You have two, don't you?
4: Uh, no, I just had no, one. one. No, I did have two. To be
2: revealed. One has yet to be revealed. Oh, oh, what's no. your other one? I'm you looking look
4: at the be. home. and find the current number on it. Um, first one is Duke. So everyone can now play that on their current devices for you know a million or two dollars, whatever your uh your bankroll is. My second best bet. I'm
3: seeing thirteen the... for it, Matt on Bet Rivers.
4: Thirteen. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Well, the Fighting Cal State Northridge, Northridge's. A uh, pretty p- pitiful opening game effort, although they did back to us a cover. I think catching 13 is just too many against Cal Baptist, um, who I was not in love with when I watched play. Should be kind of an ugly, low pace, low scoring game. Should play well for the dog. Um, going against the early money that came in pretty heavily on Cal Baptist. So it's Matt v. Market. I would side with Matt for my best bet. Plus 13.
3: <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> Yes. Um, all right, so to recap mine, I mentioned I had slew minus three, a little short home favorite mm-hmm. taken on Memphis. I think they get a huge victory for potential at-large purposes. And then my other one, I saw there was a little whisper about it in the chat. Um, Green Bay, team total under, someone mentioned that. I'm just taking the full game under. Uh, Green Bay and Wisconsin, 130.5 right now at Bett Rivers. The two matchups with Will Ryan going to the Kohl Center have been slogs. Just disgusting games. Both went under the total by 20+. plus. Green Bay had, I think, 34 and 42 points in those. So if you want to just go team total under and forget about the Badger aspect, I'm okay with that. I just think the Badger defense is familiar with what Ryan wants to do. They're really disciplined.
2: This is going to be an ugly game, slow. So I like the under there, Kai. I love that Jim. I love it so much. Reminder, my best bet, App State plus five and a half Bet Rivers. Jack Stone says maybe you can give out six. Hmm. I'm not saying shop hmm. around, but hmm. Uh, hmm. Bet Rivers plus five and a half at App State. You know what? It's a win-win for me, Matt. Here's why. If App State doesn't cover, then people think Louisville is good and their next three games are pretty brutal. And uh, I'll I'll you the other teams as yeah. well. I literally might fade Louisville the next 10 games. I'm sorry to Pat Taylor in the chat. It's, <laughs> it's not a good team. Kenny Payne is not a good coach. <laughs> it's it's bad. Yeah, that concludes our show. We're coming tomorrow to you guys on Wednesday at noon central. Once again, thank you to Bet Rivers. Thank you to Field of 68. Reminder, Bet Rivers 20% boost for a college basketball parlay. Check them out. Check out the Field of 68 store as well. 20% off the merchandise. Almanac. Oh. 20% off merchandise with the code Champions. Also, buy the Almanac. If you don't have the Almanac yet, check out our Twitter at 3MW underscore CBB. Click on the link. It's a big preview magazine. We've been hyping it all summer. Thank you. See you tomorrow. Good luck with your bets.